This program contains adult content. Is there a God? A big atheist. Really? What, am I an idiot? Come on. That yes, it would be nice if you could throw your sins and your responsibilities on someone else. But it's not true. It looks like far left lunacy. I don't believe that it's true that religion is moral or ethical. You don't need to follow anybody! It's not human intelligence! If someone doesn't value logical consistency, what logical argument are you going to give them that will demonstrate that they should? And hey, this is Ryan Duffy from the God's Revolution. Kind of by myself right now. I just decided to go do this. So this is like a this is a God's Revolution sidetrack right now. It's just me. There's, there's there's yeah, there's no Dan and Taylor. So you're you're gonna get my shitty jokes. Ha! All right, so I know we haven't been putting a lot of content out lately. Life's been busy. Right now I had enough time to sit here and record some stuff, so I'm just gonna call this a sidetrack. You know, something off of our normal track of what we're doing right now, what we're producing for you guys. But uh, I thought I would cover a couple of interesting, scary stories I have recently found in the news that we might might have gotten glossed over and uh, might have gotten missed because the world's the world's a little crazy right now. It's a little fucked up. First, for our little sidetrack adventure, uh, we're going to talk about a guy named Mike winger who i have honestly never heard of mike winger uh but he kind of assumes that us atheists know him well uh apparently he's a pretty big online ministry and uh recently he was talking about you know people hearing the voice of god and all that good stuff because as i know and as as some of you know uh, we will quite often take the story of Genesis 22, uh, which is where God told Isaac to sacrifice his son. And Isaac goes up there and he's getting ready to sacrifice his son. And God jumps in and says, nope, just testing you. Just seeing if you'd do it. Just seeing if you would kill your own kid. And we're like, what? That God's kind of a fucking dick. That God is what we call an asshole. So, I mean, you get religions and they try to justify parts of the Bible. Uh, And that's exactly what Mike tries to do here. He tries to justify God uh, asking Isaac to kill his son. Let's, Let's just, let's just, let's hear what Mike has to say real quick. Do you think of people that commit murder and then state, God told me to do it? Um, Well, I'm going to say something controversial that will absolutely delight atheists because they like to take, not all atheists, some some internet atheists like to take things out of context and use it to uh, make me look bad. I don't care. Um, (laughs) You already hated me anyways. It's not like anything changed. Um, If anything, I'm just glad people like hate follow me <laughs> like well, at least that's there you know maybe they're hearing the gospel maybe god willing there's there's like some truth of christ that will will eke through there you know so i'm gonna say something here um if god really told them to do it then they were right if god didn't tell them to do it then they were wrong and they were just a murderer 
and a delusional murderer who's blaming God. Okay, so if God actually tells you to do it, uh, you're justified in murder. But if you're just saying God told you to do it, you're just a psychopath. But how do you know the difference between God telling the person to do this and them making up that God told them to do this? Because you you don't. I get, and I guarantee any time if someone kills someone and says, God told me to do it, you're going to say, you're not a true Christian. God won't tell you to do that. But let's, let's continue. Which just makes it worse. God does have a right to tell. Now, let me now let me give an analogy that might help people swallow this better because I, I feel the rejection that people would have to this naturally. Um, let's say that um, America gets involved in a in a uh, a just war, right? Or let's not even let's not even do that. Let's just say that you have a a police officer who um, is is getting involved in some some kind of like school horrible school shooting type thing right and okay well i mean if there if there's a school shooting and the officer steps in to you know stop the shooting yeah i would i would consider that justified if there's an active shooter and the police officer stops that active shooter but that's not god telling this person to go do this it's 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 not the same thing buddy and he gets permission from the government and from the the local police department and all that that when he sees a, a person on campus with a gun he just opens fire and so he shoots them and then someone's like how dare you shoot that that person and he goes well like the government told me to no no the the government didn't tell you to shoot every person you see with a firearm on campus especially if they're like here in utah and they allow you to open fucking carry on campus now Unless you, you want to get rid of the open carry laws as, as well, which we, we can talk about that later, Mike. But uh, let's, let's see. There's an element of this that that really is the facts. Like the government actually just gave him a badge and a gun and approved him and gave him policies that he's supposed to operate by. And so... Oh, so now you're saying that the government just gives someone a badge and a gun and tells them to go kill everyone else they see with a gun. Right. In a sense, the government just told him to. And that is an actual defense. Like if, if that wasn't in place, then you'd have to have other legal justifications other than the, the government told him. Maybe yeah, there is other legal justifications. Like, hey, people's lives were at risk because this guy was actively trying to kill someone. So we acted within the law and shot them. Not we saw a guy with a gun and we killed him. Maybe in court they would say, no, 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 this was urgent enough where we would, we would break the normal rules, that kind of thing. Uh, military is the same way. Now the government's flawed, so the government might tell you to do something. Wait, wait, did he say the military is the same way? That you just get a a, a blanket license to kill whoever you want? No, that's, no that's, that's not how it works, sir. And they're wrong. Like in military, there could be a war that's unjust. And saying the government told you to isn't a good enough excuse because there is a God in heaven who disapproves. But if God himself actually tells you He's like, hey, I am the ultimate governor of all of life, and I have judicially said that person is going to die, and I'm, I'm telling you to do it. Yeah, now, historically, as a Christian, do I expect this to happen? Not really. Um, 
biblically does it happen? Do we have like, is the apostle Paul like every few years, he's just like turns into Jason Bourne and he's like, God told me to kill Simon the sorcerer. <laughs> no, no. The worst thing that the apostles have done was to tell someone you're not part of our church anymore. If you're going to keep living in sin like that. Okay. So not only does he back up his answer at the end saying this has never happened. Well, at the beginning saying, if God actually tells you to kill someone, you should do it because it's, it's God's order. And he's the ultimate governor over life, which is no, um, that is fucked up because you at the end here say that it's never happened. Don't, you don't expect it will happen. So what is your justification in saying that if God tells you to kill someone, it's okay because cops kill people and it's not always okay. We know that, uh, military kills people. Yes. In war, people die. Uh, and if your God is okay with that war, well, that that's fucked up. Uh, I'm not okay with war. In, in essence, Mike, you're trying to justify this part of the Bible. And then at the end saying, but it's never happened. I don't, I don't get, I don't get you, Mike. Oh, I've never heard of Mike Wagner before, but uh, he doesn't sound like a very good guy. And, and, and we know there's, there's problems with pastors out there. A lot of, a lot of issues. And uh, recently there was, there was this one. And uh, this is rather disturbing. Um, I don't even know how, I mean, you probably saw this. You, you, I, I'm betting you probably saw this. But this comes from a pastor that's in uh, uh, South Carolina and a, uh, well, it's a student pastor in South Carolina. He's been placed on leave after he passed out stickers to minors that read, I love hot pastors. Now, this, the Christian Post reports in a statement, Fairview Baptist Church said that the student pastor Corey Wall acknowledged he made a poor decision and they are treating the situation very seriously as we know all religions treat these kind of situations very seriously. Corey has been placed on administrative leave and will not be involved in student leadership responsibilities while this situation is being investigated. Corey should never be around students ever again. They continue to say there will be a thorough and comprehensive investigation. Then the statement continued, we take this matter very seriously and want to be proactive as we move forward. Our main goal is to make our campus a safe place for anyone who attends. Uh, so, yeah, handing out these stickers was not a good idea, buddy. The stickers gained attention after Emily Petrini posted an image to Twitter uh, who said the sticker was sent to her by a friend who got it from a local mom group. The youth pastor, the youth pastor gave my young sister, 14 years old, and other students this, during, this sticker during uh, midweek last night. I don't know what midweek is. Uh, he's 35 years old. This made me very uncomfortable. The post in the mom group reportedly read, uh, in an email to Fairview Baptists, uh, lead pastor Edward Laporte 
sexual abuse survivor advocate Amy Smith alleged that Wall uh, discussed his porn addiction with the students and is displaying grooming behavior. Uh, this, to me, sounds like he should have been taken out of this leadership role way, way before the sticker incident ever happened. I'm very disturbed about the inappropriate behavior of your youth pastor, Corey Wall. Your email to church members excusing his behavior is also very disturbing, Smith said. His discussion of his porn addiction with kids is very concerning, in addition to his decision to pass out those offensive stickers. He's displaying grooming behaviors. I think kids very likely are at risk of sexual abuse in your church. Please do the right thing and remove him from his position immediately. In an email to the woman who uh, shared the sticker to her mom's group, Wall claimed his intentions were pure. The last thing I wanted to do was make you, your sister, or anyone else in attendance feel uncomfortable, Wall allegedly wrote. The sticker was meant to poke, poke fun of the I love hot mom culture. In hindsight, the joke was very poor taste and a mistake on my part. I do apologize for their dis, uh, distribution. Dude, you, like, how your defense is you were making fun of the I love hot mom culture? Even if you made a sticker that said I love hot mom and passed it out to the students, that wouldn't be cool. That's still very fucked up. Instead, you handed out stickers to minors that read, I love hot pastors, which I'm only assuming you're referring to yourself. Oh my fuck. I mean, how, how does this, uh, how do you get away with this? How does this happen? I don't, I don't know. I, I just, I just don't. Well, I got one other story for you on this short little, uh, and things. I don't know how, I, I mean, I can ramble at you for a while. It, it just gets very non-coherent after a while. So, uh, I'll end this one from Only Sky, from writer Andrew Hall. And you guys should go check out Only Sky. There, it's, it's a good, it's a good site. Florida man catapults Bible into Hurricane Ian. It's Florida man as you get. Saying he heard God to tell him to build a giant trebuchet in his backyard, 73-year-old Andrew Kennard of Sweeneytown, Florida, hurled Bibles into Hurricane Ian. His mission was to fight off the devil's storm, and the word of God were his weapon. The retired engineer spent last week building a 100-foot-tall siege engineer used in medieval times to destroy castle walls. The device uses a heavy counterweight that is cranked into position. Once released, the stored energy propels long wooden arms forward, releasing its payload. Neighbors of Mr. Kennard had their reservations. His friend Jack Banana uh, Materko expressed the concern many had. Andy tried to be considerate, but Hurricane Ian was coming fast and time was of the essence. He was sawing, drilling, and praying loudly uh, late at night. And in the early morning, I commented it looked like it was going to be a big catapult. And he corrected me, saying it was a trebuchet. A trebuchet. Sounded French to me. I didn't want a French contraption blocking the sun and 
ruining my heirloom tomatoes. Community commission was formed and lobbied uh, the municipality to stop the building of the trebuchet. Mr. Kennard countered by saying his religious freedoms were being assaulted by godless tomato eaters. Seeing that 2022 is an election year, no one on the zoning board wanted to appear anti-Christian and pro-reason. Mr. Kennard's project went on without further resistance. Swanee Town site uh, sits on the eastern coast of Florida. Hurricane Ian made landfall there, and Mr. Kennard and his trebuchet were ready. Hundreds of hardcover King James Bibles were delivered earlier that week in large crates. Mr. Kennard needed to decide whether to shoot the Bibles in the box is at Ian or take the Bibles out of their containers and load them individually onto the machine. In the former case, uh, he knew he would achieve greater distance. In the latter case, you'd achieve a wonderful uh, buckshot effect against the devil's storm. And then he had an epiphany. Why not both? Shooting Bibles into 100 mile per hour winds many, uh, may sound easy, but the 73-year-old found that labor difficult. The rain gummed up the works by uh, swelling the ropes and making the device difficult to operate by hand. That required some problem solving. Mr. Kennard jerry-rigged an old mortar in his garage to put the heavy contraption into position as the rain poured down. Unfort unfortunately, uh, the divine assault against Hurricane Ian was short-lived. 20 minutes into the assault on the weather, it was shut down by the Alexandria King. Mr. King's gazebo was demolished when hit by a large crate of Bibles falling from the heavens. And sensed beyond reason, the man took his shotgun and went to, the, uh, went to the storm to punish whatever idiot was responsible. Once he found the idiot and his trebuchet, Mr. King gratefully shot the machine. After shooting several times, the the medieval siege engine was inoperable. All in all, Mr. Kennard considered his brave stand against Hurricane Union to be one of his uh, one of his own faith-based Alamo. While defeated, he stood up to principles he believed in. Whether the next hurricane arrives, he'll be ready. He plans to buy land outside of town so that no innocent gazebos will be killed next time. And yes, that was satire. It's hard nowadays when satire seems so much like something that could actually fucking happen, especially when we're talking about Florida man. Yeah. Well, that's all I got for you today. I know it's a quick one. And uh hope you guys enjoy this. My name's Ryan Duffy, and I'm going to sign out.